You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Again, thank you for joining us. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Splanskowski in studio with Tom O'Keefe. Uh, honor to be here with you folks as you th- listen here on Real Presence Live. Um, thank you for joining us these two hours again. Last hour, we're talking about a book from Sophia Institute. Uh, and you can check it out at sophiainstitute.com. I Believe in Love, a book on Therese. Um, and again, just a great way to enter into a reflection of the saints. Uh, they've been great, um, really great models for us as we continue to ask for their intercession in our desire to grow closer to the Lord. And speaking growing, about growing closer to the Lord, uh, we have Blake Riddiman in studio with us this morning. Blake, good morning. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing? To, great to be here. I'm doing yeah. very well. Thank you for uh, taking the invitation to be on with us. It was kind of last minute, but... Uh, hey. That's how we roll here. That's so. how we roll. It's called live radio. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and you were you were on a retreat this weekend uh, with Father Jason Leffer at Maryvale Retreat Center here in the in the Fargo Diocese. A retreat called Beloved Son over the weekend, and uh, kind of wanted to have you come on and talk a little bit about the the power of retreats, um, and also your experience on that retreat with Father Leffer and, and uh, fourteen other men. There was a yeah. couple of priests there along as well. Um, but let's let's start with um, what. What made you decide to go on retreat? Yeah, very interesting. Um, so as soon as I saw it advertised and, and saw it out there, I was really excited, uh, you know, at first. And I was like, man, this is something I think I need. Um, and this was probably maybe months before, or a couple months before it actually was coming. And then life just kind of happens. And you're you kind of just bury it away. And you're like, you know, I, I'm not sure about this. And... Um, actually, I've completely forgot about it, to be honest. And then uh, it was my wife, um, and it, it, we talked about this in the retreats as well, how through through the wife, through the feminine, through the woman, there's this invitation to, you know, take a look at something. <laughs> and uh, that was actually a grace for me in, in the retreat as well. But my wife said, Blake, uh, are you going to go on this retreat? And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, sure, let's do it. And there was this, this freedom in it to to actually pursue it no matter what was going on in my life. Cause it's amazing how many excuses you can make, um, that it's not the right time. I got this going on, this going on, this going on. But as soon as I received that invitation from my wife, Blake, it's time to time, time to take a retreat. I will take care of the kids. I will, I will take, I will give you this time. There was just grace in that, that, you know, giving me permission to, to go. And then I could, I felt like I could take go into it, you know, completely. And the need for the retreat, you know, I, I look at this and uh, I, I was kind of arrogant as well. Like I've heard this language, beloved son before, just through my formation and things too. And I was like, you know, I know this stuff, you know, I've had a prof- profound experience with God the Father. I've, um, this, this stuff as I know, but it's amazing how, Blake, you don't know anything. <laughs> you, know, you knew you need God the Father all the time and his love for you completely and utterly all the time. And so the need for the retreat, all of us need to take an intentional time to be stripped away from everything and to allow the Lord to love you there. And it's probably been 10 plus years since I had a directed retreat. And, uh, where I had someone kind of directing it. And there, there's power in that. I've had desert days, I call them, where I'm kind of just out on my own having private prayer or something like that. But there's something about coming under the authority of the retreat director to help lead you through particular meditations. And it's amazing the power how God the Father uses that direction 
to have us go deeper um, because it's no longer me <laughs> directing it because it's amazing. And, you know, as you're going along in prayer, even I kind of look at myself, how you sometimes can direct the prayer, but what you want to, what you want to look at, if you will, but in the retreat, especially your director retreat, it's God, the father working through that to say, Blake, this is what I want you to look at. And it kind of makes me squirm in my chair a little bit, but how necessary that is where we have to just be stripped away to allow God the Father just to be like, let's take a look at this. And and to say, I didn't even know that was a barrier, but oh my gosh, what a barrier that was. And thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you're giving this time, you know, to, to be on retreat. So, you know, the purpose of retreats, it it's time to be stripped away. This world is so busy, and we talk about that a lot, I think, with Real Presence Radio, how the world is so busy, the culture is, is it seemed like a growing adversary of what we're about here in the gospel and how we need the gospel to be loud and clear. But also we need to step away from the culture to just be rest in the Father's love for us and to be reconfirmed as, as a son, as this retreat theme was. So. It's amazing how the, how the Holy Spirit works at retreat because I've had a similar experience, Blake, where you walk away thinking, did he pick these passages just for me? Yeah. How did he do that? Yeah. Because he couldn't have done it for all 12 guys, but he did. It's amazing. Because that's what Holy Spirit takes it, takes that to the core of what you need, the core of, of, of your your wound, the core of, mm-hmm. of, of your broken spot. And uh, it's just incredible, the depth that you can go into and the emotion you can experience and that love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just how the retreat was kind of set up. I, I mentioned it was a director retreat and kind of what that, you know, you have expectations going into what this is going to be because I've been on retreats before, you know, eight day silence. I've been the grace of a 30 day retreat as well. So you have a lot of expectations of what this is going to be. Um, but Father Leffer just did a great job. And also, Father Leffer is just, he's been a spiritual father to me in a lot of, for 20 plus years. He helped me get into the church, you know, um, back when I was in high school. So, just that spiritual fatherhood through the priesthood, but also just through him was a real grace. Um, but just that director retreat, it, there was time for silence, but there was also time for some community as well, you know, where we could just kind of talk at the end of the night and say, how are things going? But just really just be present to each other. And the father just gave us a lot of freedom. He said, this can be silent if you want it to be, you know, and this can be what, whatever you'd like it to be. You can come to this. You cannot come to this. What, where is the Lord, you know, calling you? So I think freedom was another piece of this. You know, when my wife gave me an invitation, freedom unlock the grace for me to just completely enter into it. So that was a big word too. Well, I think that's, again, this all starts with, I mean, with us giving over something to the Lord. I mean, he does everything else on a retreat. You just say, okay, I'm going to give up to a degree my freedom and I'm going to join you, Lord. Yesterday, we're celebrating the visitation. Um, and our, you know, our lady, she goes to, a, you know, goes to the hill country. I always think of, every time I think of this, I think of Maryville out there in the hill country. She goes to the, milica- the hill country uh, to a, a, a place, an out-of-the-way place, um, to visit with her cousin Elizabeth, who is the mother of John the Baptist. They're both, I mean, they're both <laughs> part of this salvation story. And to come together in, in this where she shares the Magnificat. And all the graces that the Lord has done in her life, and so very often we don't rec- we don't recognize the Lord's actions in our lives until we step away from the busyness of life and say, "Wait a minute, what are you doing?" And He's like, "I would like to I would like to look at this with you." Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. "What? What? 
right? How, how is that even there? But he can't do that until we step away. We give that we give that free yes, yeah. that fiat, as our lady said, yes. Uh, uh, even though I don't fully understand what you're planning here, yes, I will. I will do this, and I will give up some freedom. And so that's the invitation. If you're listening, going on retreat. And there is a sacrifice you make. There's usually a cost to it, but not only if there's a monetary cost, a time cost, an availability cost to other people. But again, husbands, wives, we make that possible for one another um, by, again, that invitation as your wife did, Blake. Yeah, exactly. I, I like you mentioned, there is a cost. There is, a, and me, just my own personality and kind of how it's hard for me to allow someone to maybe carry a burden for me. <laughs> so my wife, she had a cost with it. She had to take care of the kids, um, not only during the day, but putting them to bed all by herself to, you know, the wake ups in the middle of the night, there was a cost there for her. Um, and there's a cost here for me too, of like giving up my phone for a period of time, giving, uh, just giving up maybe what I had planned going into Memorial day weekend, <laughs> you know, things like that. But in that cost, it's, you know, uh, I think John Paul II is credited with it in the Second Vatican Council, but the more we make a sincere gift of ourselves, um, the Lord can use that, you know? So the more we give ourselves away, we find out who we are. And there's something about that of, as we give ourselves a way of gift, free and free freedom, a free gift, the Lord can use that in his grace. So, so um, this was out at Maryvale. Yeah. And we've been so blessed, uh, the Diocese of Fargo, uh, to, to receive this gift of Maryville. And I, I hear the retreats are just filling up, Steve, and, and it's, it's going to be used. And so what was that like? What, what kind of experience did you have just in the fact of being out at Maryville? Yeah, I've only been to Maryville in the winter, in the dead of winter. <laughs> so it's a different experience uh, in the summer. And it was amazing those, talking about retreat, for me, it's very important to go away from my normal um, life, my normal routine, whether it's, I usually pray at the cathedral or usually pray at my home. It's nice to go somewhere completely different where I can almost, it's an invitation to, to greater grace in that way. So Maryville, uh, it was actually a real grace, um, because I got to walk the grounds for the first time in the, in the summer and springtime. And it was just, it was so beautiful. I had this bench where I went to, there's, there's this Creek that, that runs through. And there's something about just the running water, that was just so soothing to me. So there's a bench sitting right in front of it and I could just listen to that. And uh, actually in the retreats, uh, Father Leffer brings about making a sacrifice of praise and thanks. And uh, with that, it was a real grace for me. So make a sacrifice of thanks and praise. Um, so when I was struggling to pray, struggling to know what to say or what to do or how to enter into the meditation, I just started looking around Father, I thank you and praise you for this running water. Father, I thank you and praise you for the green grass. Father, I thank you and praise you for the gift of these trees giving me shade right now. Father, I thank and praise you that um, I get to wear sandals and I don't have to walk around barefoot. Father, I thank and praise you. You know, so to the ridiculous, what that does is just opens you up to, Father, you have ordained this present moment to me sitting on this bench in front of this creek to shower me with love right now. And, uh, it was just such a beautiful grace to, and you need that, that environment. There's something about nature too. There's something about being in nature and Maryvale just offers that huge amount of 500 acres, I think, Steve, right? I mean, Correct. so um, it's rolling hills, trails, the, the prayer tunnel, all of that, that, that just, just, you know, it's the father uses that, that to just 
open up, um, you know, the floodgates, if you will. So, but again, go to that sacrifice of thanks and praise. It, it was the nature around me that just really opened me up to Father has ordained this moment, this present moment. And that's just the whole grace for me in, in general of living in the present moment. <laughs> um, and a sacrifice of thanks and praise really does that. So. Absolutely. Folks, who's just joining us is Real Presence Live. We're visiting with Blake Ruderman. He was just at a retreat at Maryville Retreat Center in Valley City. Um, if you want more information on Maryville, maryvillend.org. It does a retreat center. We have a number of events, uh, of retreats coming up. Those are organized retreats. But you can also just come out um, and visit the facility, go for a walk. Uh, we've got 500 acres you can go across. You can have a private retreat, anything you want. But again, the idea is step away and make, give time for the Lord to really enter in. We're going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break on Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ, so you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. While God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors, He does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you. So learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. The Gospel records in Luke chapter 4 that at the beginning of his public ministry, Jesus preaches in his hometown of Nazareth and stuns, absolutely stuns, his relatives and neighbors by his authoritative preaching. The good people of Nazareth are so taken aback that they wind up trying to throw him off a cliff and stone him. Even Jesus' capacity to perform signs and wonders was limited by the suspicions and hostile expectations of Nazareth. Not much of a reception from the people who should have known him best. Now think about this. If this happened to Jesus, how much more will it happen to us as we faithfully follow in his footsteps as disciples? Do not be discouraged by sarcasm, hostility, or even persecution by family and friends. The Lord will sustain you in your Christian life, even amid persecution. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Splonskowski along with Tom O'Keefe. And we are visiting this hour with Blake Ridiman. Uh, what is your position? You're the uh, listener relations coordinator for Eastern North Dakota, Western Minnesota. Very good. I was yep. going to say LRC, but then you had to break that apart. So <laughs> listener relationships coordinator. So thank you for being with, being with us. And then Blake, he's kind of just really sharing that story. He was on a retreat this weekend at Maryville Retreat Center in Valley City with Father Jason Leffer. Um, and as to let you know, 
Uh, Father Leffer is doing three more retreats. The first one he did was Beloved Son Retreat. He's doing a Beloved Brother Retreat in August, a Beloved Husband Retreat in November, and then next year, a Beloved Father Retreat in February. So a series of retreats. Again, the numbers have been small, and he kind of wants to keep it around 15 to 20. I think there's about 15 guys there. And they want to kind of keep it more intimate because it is a directed retreat, which means that you will visit with the retreat director. So you only have so much time in a day. So it can't be, can't be very big. Um, but another thing we're doing with these retreats, and, and all, uh, the, the different retreats we're doing in different ways, but this retreat we're doing where there's a $50 registration fee that's required. And then at the end of the retreat, we ask you to make another donation of whatever you can make. Again, we want to make this possible uh, because there is a cost. There's a monetary cost. There's a time cost. There's a, time, there's a cost to your family to step away to do this. But if you would like more uh, information, maryvalend.org, uh, sorry, maryvalend.org. Um, is where you can get more information on that and sign up for that retreat, that one coming up in August with Father Jason Leffer. And generally, gentlemen, as we're talking about just the value of retreats and stepping away, um, and, and let's talk a little bit about silence, Blake and, and Tom. We've, I know my first silent re- retreat was when my wife, who was not my wife yet, um, we were dating, and she said, I want you to go on a silent retreat. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Does that mean I have to be silent? It was really difficult. I really struggled, um, and I, really for the first day, it was a three-day silent retreat, I really just wanted to leave the entire first day, and I, I was so attached to my phone and to, you know, to, to things that it was miserable for the first day, and I thought, but I, but I was really frustrated with myself for being miserable. It's like, I, I can't believe that this is so hard for me to be silent. Um, and and I, what, what is your experience with the starting, you know, the first experience of a silent retreat? Uh, for a silent retreat, like, I am... Uh I'm really excited because it gives me an opportunity um, to be silent. And then when I enter into it, there's the difficulty kind of sets in, you know. So at the very beginning, I'm really excited. And then you actually enter into it. There's a, there's a sense of difficulties because you get so attuned to just the noise around you. And you almost get uncomfortable. Um, and this is just kind of my, my own sinful self. Get uncomfortable with yourself. <laughs> of because uh, you see as the father kind of just you know opens the door for you and, and see, you see some things that need to be corrected you, you need to um or you need to be back in right relationship with the father so it can be uncomfortable but that's the nature of the christian life right like there's there's a cross that we need to go through there's an uncomfortableness that we have to go through to and to accept and surrender that uncomfortableness that's that was the the grace for me and in this particular retreat because i i'm i'm naturally kind of an introverted person that kind of that's just kind of how i am um but it was amazing when i was out by myself in this huge 500 acre thing i started praying out loud like i was just i was really praying just out loud so like my sacrifice of thanks and praise for the things around me even the difficult things and that was one thing father leffer went into you know to make a sacrifice of thanks and praise that um, this is very difficult for me. Make a sacrifice and thanks and praise. Father, thank and praise you that I don't know how to pray as I ought. Thank and praise you that um, I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> um, that just unlocked the grace. And it, for me, it was better that I said it out loud in the midst of this nature, in the midst of this beauty. Um, and it just kind of unlocked it. So a silent retreat doesn't mean you have to keep your mouth shut <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> But what it does means is you're quieting the phone, quieting the world around you so that you can just, the father can just really tap into where he, where he lives in your soul, in your heart, 
to just go deeper into his great love for great love for you. Um, so yeah, I think that uncomfortableness when you surrender it and you accept it as it is. And Father, thank you so much that I'm uncomfortable right now. Thank you so much. I want to grab from my phone. Thank you so much. I just want to scroll right now. What you're doing is you're relating to him. That's what you're doing. You're relating to him in a real way. And um, he, he does the rest. I think the word surrender is such a powerful in terms, in terms of retreat that you talk about, Blake. And you know, we did a silent retreat two years ago as a deconformation class. And I was so hesitant to go because I knew I couldn't pray like everybody else could pray. And they, you know, they had the, the red phone right to God and I didn't. And how was this going to work? And I had the most amazing experience. I was in tears for most of the time in my room. Well, then the next year, they sent us an email that we're going to be doing it with our wife. I said, oh, man, I want to have the same thing as I had last year. How do I, now, how do I tell my wife I'd rather be alone <laughs> than be with her? This is a lose situation for me. But she was feeling the same way. But then to surrender, open up, it was the most amazing experience that we shared it as, as a couple. Just to go there, surrender, hmm. give up, let the Holy Spirit guide the weekend for you. And uh, yeah, so now I can't wait till next year to see what, what's next year going to be like. Because I, I, I usually go with a plan. Because right. I have to be yeah. in control. This yeah. is how I'm going to. This is how I'm going to manage this retreat. Yeah. And God usually has a different idea. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of the similar experience, Tom. Too is like I went into this knowing, thinking that I knew what this was going to be. Because um, I've been around Father Leffer a lot. You know, he he's guided me in a lot of different things. So I kind of knew. Okay, it's going to be this. It's going to be this. But the Holy Spirit is ever new, ever new, ever present. And uh, he unlocks the things that needs to be unlocked right away. Amen. So, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. As I mentioned, too, that, that my first silent retreat was very difficult. By, but now it's my preferred. Yeah. Because I do think it, it's the first, your first encounter is going to be, this is uncomfortable. I'm used to, where's my phone? You know, when I don't know what to do, I pull out my phone and go, oh, maybe I should just look at something on my phone. <laughs> maybe <laughs> right. I should look at the news. Or I should check my email again for the fifth time in the last five minutes. You know, but you get to that point where suddenly after a few hours of this, the, really being untethered, um, unchained to this, uh, you see, you see the Lord in a different way. And you actually, you can almost hear Him. Yeah, it's palpable. You can hear Him audibly. You can hear Him in your heart. You can hear Him in everything around you. And 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 that by the end of the retreat, you're sitting like, uh, do I have to go back into the world? Yeah. Do oh, I really yeah. have to do this? Uh, but there's also sometimes that excitement. I've noticed that too, where after a silent retreat, really being excited to be with people again and share, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. That, so we are called to called to community. And so again, folks, if you're listening right now, if you haven't been on a retreat for a while, um, really, honestly, I would say this, we, we should really try to go on an annual retreat. And I'm not just saying this because I run a retreat center, because my wife and I have been married for over 20 years. And our goal, we go on an annual retreat every year as a couple. Um, because, because we see that this opportunity to step back and look more closely at my life and, and, and our life together as a married couple and then grow. And if you don't step away, you just stay busy. It's kind of like you keep pushing on the rock. You keep pushing on the rock. You don't realize you might be pushing the rock in the wrong direction. You step out like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be going a little to the left. Let's try a little, you know, let's push a little different this time. And so really considering a annual retreat, and I know there's a cost to it, Again, all the different costs to it, but you will the, the benefits, the graces received from uh, that retreat. Whenever my wife says, "I want like I'd like to go on a retreat," it's like, "Yes." Yeah. When would you like to go? Would you like to take the girls with you too? You know, it's like this has to happen. Mm-hmm. This has to happen. This is a grace, a gift, and a necessary gift uh, to our families. And so, husbands, wives, uh, single folks, all these retreats. Check out uh, in Maryville. You know, there's other retreats of, around the area too, but. 
Again, since we're talking about Maryville, I'd like check out that website, maryvillend.org. There's a number of retreats. There's uh, retreats for men, for women, for couples, um, all coming up here. I, I actually kind of put it out going into next year, and we're continually uh, working on other retreats available out there. But uh, so many opportunities, and we really want you to take advantage of this opportunity. And, and I think uh, we talk about cost a lot, but there, there's a hidden cost to not going as, as well that, that you probably won't even ever realize. But Blake, you know, this was about beloved son, and uh, that's something I really struggled with as with my reversion. Uh, is see myself as a beloved son, maybe because I had difficulty with the loving father piece of it, because you can't be a beloved son without a loving father. Mm-hmm. And you said earlier that you kind of had you kind of knew this stuff going into it. So, mm-hmm. so what did you take away that has has changed you? Are you going to move forward with it in your life? Yeah, there was there was a, a real opportunity. It was the, uh, you know, we. He does, Father Lefford kind of directs this moment where you're of healing, of, uh, you know, giving us meditation to really talk about healing that through our natural fathers, there's, there's, the father works through our, our, the natural grace builds on nature, as St. Thomas would say. So he works through our family. So there was a real uh, powerful moment, and I've had many powerful moments of, of this, but to grow in the Lord, healing usually has to take place <laughs> of some sort. So I had this moment where there's just this real powerful um, moment of healing um, in my relationship with my natural father. And I want, I want everyone to know too is our, our natural fathers are human, <laughs> completely human. And uh, we, whether we know it or not, you know, there, there's going to be wounds that we pass on to our children as fathers too. It's just going to happen. So regardless of, of people's situation. So through that, that moment of healing and in my experience on the retreat, it really came through Mary. Mary was, Mary always just shows up in my retreats. She's, <laughs> she's uh, always been a very powerful um, person in my life. But through that moment of healing, I was really just completely then open to the father's love for me in that moment. And And what it did was, um, the grace that I'm still unpacking, it's only been a week and I'll be unpacking this for a long time is, um, to be bold, to, to step forward. Um, because I know that I'm a beloved son. I know that Mary is leading me to, um, she sees Jesus in me and, uh, she's leading me to a deeper interest me with the father. And through that I can be bold and, uh, you know, just remove anxiety or all those types of things. So that's just been a, a real grace for me. Um, uh, going forward. So I am so thankful that this was offered. It's close to home. So thankful for Father Leffer and so thankful for my brothers uh, on the retreat with me. So a real grace all in all. Well, Blake, thank you so much for being here with us this hour and sharing those graces. And folks, again, consider uh, attending a retreat, any retreat in your area. Um, also, you can check out MaryvilleND.org. Lots of opportunities to step away to that, that again, step away from that place um, and allow the Lord to enter into your heart. Uh, next hour, we're going to talk about pilgrimage, Eucharistic pilgrimage coming up next year with Mary Hanbury. We'll be right back.